welcome to Nothing's Perfect. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ryan. And we are here to recognize flaws in the things our world has created and eradicate them. That's right. We know that in order to get the best apple, you gotta climb to the top of the tree, and we're willing to put in that effort. Why would you do this on an audio format? Do what? That is the most sonically unpleasing experience I think I've ever had in my life. Wait, it doesn't really sound like super bad? Alright, so uh, today we are going to be doing another uh, Perfect Fusion episodes, uh, which, if you're not familiar, means we take two suggested topics uh, from either Tumblr or Twitter, and we combine them into the perfect version of themselves fused together. That's the most convoluted way that I could have explained that. We combine Um, two things, make it perfect. I have my specimen at the ready. Shall we put it in the confusionator at the count of three? (laughs) Yes, we should. Okay. And a one. And a two. And a three. Golf. Golf. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, no. We both chose Haley's suggestion. Oh, no. We've Just because Haley's on the show. We've reached golf singularity. It's time okay, to end about, it. How, how about this? How about this? Before we do the perfect fusion, we just do a quickie and we perfect golf. Just straight up, and then we'll each pick a new thing. Okay, cool. I think if we're tackling golf, the first problem with golf, when you think of golf, who plays it? Jeff. Jeff and old white dudes. <laughs> So Jeff, Jeff just plays it like on Saturdays, just like past the time, but it's mostly old white dudes. So we need to uh, we need to make a version of golf that attracts a more diverse crowd. And I think the way we start is by introducing uh, various different colored balls into more official golf because you get like different colored balls in mini golf. Right. But like yeah, not an actual golf, because guess what? All the golf balls in actual golf are white. So, yeah, like if we do a quick comparison, people who play golf, old white dudes, and people who play mini golf, everybody, everybody else, there is this big gap. And I think the way we start is by bringing the principle of multicolored balls into regular golf. So, right off the bat, makes the game less white. Exactly. <laughs> There's a correlation there. Anyway, <laughs> I think. I think we're onto something here. I feel like what what makes golf perfect is if we just integrate some of the uh, some some of the concepts of mini golf into it. Just put a giant dragon on every course. I was gonna say a windmill, but I think that every <laughs> hole has to have some variety of obstacle that you have to use your driver to get past. Yeah, because golf too easy. You gotta, you gotta have like a hippo or something eating up your balls. I'm nom nom. I'm hungry. Or you gotta have like, like an octopus that'll just pick up your balls and throw it into the just water. A live octopus. An actual real life octopus. What's that? Oh no! It's the kraken. All right now, now one thing that I'm actually gonna kind of uh, branch off of what you said. Um, you mentioned that it's easy to play golf. Have you ever played golf before? Well, Ryan, this is a comedy podcast. Well, I, I know I where know we that, say but... jokes and goofs sometimes. I know, I'm actually like legitimately wondering: Have you ever played golf before? Uh, not like legit golf. I I have played it once before, so I could get the golf merit badge for Boy Scouts. <laughs> okay, because that's a thing. Um, 
surprisingly harder than it looks. I mean, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> I was making a goof humor joke for fun yeah, times. I mean, of course, of course. What else is good about mini golf? I mean, there's everything, but that's nothing. too blanket. Literally nothing else is good about mini golf. It's a kid's game for babies. All right. So now we're kind of at opposite ends of the battlefield here. <laughs> you bring on my ink guns. Are you implying that like every mini golf is a game of Splatoon? <laughs> that's, the, that's the noise of the sounds of the guns. That's the sound right? that it makes. <laughs> that's how they go. Yeah. The octopus is on the field and he's like, hey, you. <laughs> and we say octopus how can you speak english <laughs> oh this is a mess <laughs> yep golf's perfect cool so all let's right do some perfect let's fusion. do an actual perfect fusion now um yeah. i have a new one already so um i had one i just need to find the person who wrote it that way we can be good but there's a light shining deep inside beneath those fears and doubts so just squash them quick sidebar for the audience the uh the my little pony movie is pretty dang good it's really good recommend quality recommend ryan has right. a crush on the bird character so uh on three we will say our uh, our suggestions and we will okay. fuse them actually for real this time hopefully okay all right one two three my Cuphead. hero academia Ooh, who recommended Cuphead? Uh, Cuphead comes from Kit, that random person. Uh, that is at uh, Kittle's great or Kid is great, I think. But the I is a one, I think. Uh, from Twitter, My Hero Academia. I think we actually did this a little bit in our last episode. Is from uh, the J Team uh, at underscore muted underscore account underscore. Yeah, we did and it in the uh, in the outtake episode uh we we did the the kind of like the superhero quirk generation thing um but this time we're gonna fuse it with cuphead yeah so cuphead has been like really on the rise recently yeah 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 it it's it's a good game it's a quality title uh it's very yeah. it's very creative uh it's it, it nails its aesthetic like from the moment you start the game to the end of it 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 never breaks away from that, from just like flawlessly capturing uh, that animation style and just yeah. the whole general feel of like those old cartoons. It's it's re it's perfect. Like, literally, like not it isn't just like the character animation, not just the boss animations, although those look absolutely incredible. But like, um, even like some of the Easter eggs in it. Like, uh, did you see the post about people complaining? Like, um, how come he has different gloves in the menu yeah. and the victory screen? And then it was like, well, because occasionally, like in adverts, Mickey had yellow gloves as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, just it was like, it was an intentional design choice. There is so much love put into this game. Yeah, they did their homework. Now, how far did you end up getting in Cuphead? Because I know both of us streamed Cuphead. I literally point. have not gotten past the first world yet. I um I haven't continued since the stream that I did where I was about halfway through the second world. Yeah, um, I I only like, played I a few minutes past my initial stream. Yeah. Um but one thing that we can still mention is that the game is very very it's difficult. It's so hard. It's so very very hard. Uh it's kind of like Now I know now listen, I'm going to bring out some fresh takes real quick, all right? Okay. 
So if I say anything that sounds like weird and unfamiliar, I can understand because I'm talking about some vague and subtle stuff. Okay. This is kind of like a 1930s Dark Souls. Yeah, thing it's a little bit like Dark Souls, isn't it? With how, with how diff, without, with how it's like with how hard it is. It's like the Dark Souls of video games. A 1930s port of Dark Souls. Yeah, it's like if Dark Souls was a video game. Exactly. All right, so we've talked about what Cuphead's all about. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that My Hero Academia now. I'm assuming have you have you gotten the chance to see it yet? Nope. But I, I know that um around your Discord server and around like a bunch of friends, you've probably gotten a lot of it through osmosis. Yeah, absolutely. Point. I I mean like I know I know about that dude all might. Um I know about the whole like the whole quirks aspect of it. It's like a world of heroes and then like this yeah. one kid doesn't have any powers. Uh yeah, so I know I know yeah. the basic gist of it. I, I can get down with this. The easy route, like, we see a fork in the road here, we see one of them that's, like, paved with, like, 800 streetlights and a spotlight in our face, lighting the way to make sure we don't <laughs> miss a possible step, and if there's a single pothole in the road, it's immediately fixed by the government. That's yeah. the easy road, and that's when we say, just make My Hero Academia in a 1930s style. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the road of, like, two rocks around a 60-foot pit. <laughs> That we have to somehow traverse on tightrope wire. <laughs> and also there's an angry German man throwing schnitzels at us and trying to knock us off. And he has a turtle glued to his back. Because this isn't some illuminated path where it's easy. We don't take the easy way out here and nothing's perfect. Yeah, we, we go take... across the rocks. First, let's talk about similarities. And I feel like this might be a little bit difficult for you, Jordan, since you haven't seen it, which makes me feel kind of bad for choosing it. Would you say that these finger guns would be Cuphead and Mugman's core? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, definitely. I mean, and they have, like, all the special abilities, too. That counts as one. That's true, yeah. They have the parry move. They definitely uh would be considered some quirky fellas if they were in the, the Boku no Hero world. Yeah, like, freaking, you could put that, you could just drop them in Boku no Pico and you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. Like, you got people who are, like, bird did you, people. Did, did you? You got people who were just straight up did, invisible. Fr- you have pink people. Someone with a cup for a head wouldn't stand out at all. Did you say Boku no Pico? No. But I feel like if it's just a cup for a head, they're not going to stand out. So, I mean, we you can just import them. You can just control C, control V. Here's the fun part, though. Their actual real-life names also sound like superhero names. So, automatically, they fit in that respect. They're Cuphead and Mugman. So the thing is that everyone has their own, their superhero name, but they also have a real name because the whole point of a superhero is an alter ego. We're basically turning Cuphead and Mugman into superheroes. Yeah. Might I give a recommendation? You all might. <laughs> so Mugman, I'll, 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 you have carte blanche over Mugman. You can call him whatever you want. Okay. However, my only request for this is that Cuphead's real name is Kafid, spelled the same way. <laughs> okay, then Mugman's name is Mickey. Ooh, I've, is that going to be a copyright problem? No, I don't think it's going to be. No, Mickey's a name. Mickey and Kafid. Nicholas Mik- Mouse. Mick. <laughs> Can you tell it's late? (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? I'm good. 
so we have Kafid and Mikolas. Um, they're trying to go into this big classroom full of all these heroes, right? Right. They have their quirks. They're good. Um, do we want this all to be in the 1930s style just for... Uh... Yeah, yeah. We're well, okay. the best of both. I, I think that I think we need to have like a 1930s style anime hybrid, and it it, it is going to be a show. So we are making a show right now. We're making the uh, the the Kafid show. Yeah, um, the Kafid show. And it's go it's going to be a 1930s esque aesthetic anime. Um, that's similar. I, mean, I, guess, that's, I guess if you do the 1930s aesthetic, it might look kind of like chibi. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, some, I mean, yeah, it it would, it would, it definitely wouldn't be the most, like, unseen style. You could probably draw some similarities to other things, but it it's the, it's the fusion of the two, which is why I say that. Um, yeah. So, uh, the world that they're in is uh, going to be similar uh, to uh, My Hero Academia, in the yeah. sense that everyone still has these quirks and stuff, but... The characters aren't like humans with quirks. They are all embodiments of their quirks and their character. Um, so okay. you you have like different like cups, and you have like that apple guy. He's an apple, and he has like superpowers that like he shoots Did seeds or something. Did somebody say? Nope, I didn't. <sighs> no more words until this bite is done. That's fair. To be fair, some people are just embodiments of their quirks. Like one girl is just completely invisible. Right. But but I'm I do wanna... I, but I'm talking in more of like a like a like an anthropomorphic sense. Like personifications of of things that aren't human. Okay, so kinda like a nineteen thirties style. Like so it's more nineteen thirties ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's the world of Cuphead, but it's it's it has it has rules that are more similar to that of My Hero Academia, and it's it has a little bit of like an anime uh, style to it. All right. Yeah. Will the beloved characters of My Hero Academia be in it? Yes, but not as they are in the original. They have to they have to be melded into the universe. So if if you want, we can kind of uh, entertain that idea. I'd be down for that. Um, bef before we go into that, I feel like actually, you know, yeah, let's go into here, that because I actually here. have a line. Here's of here's what I'm gonna do. This is actually uh, here's here's what I'll do. Um, yeah. you will think of the characters, and I will give you objects to meld them with to form the Kafid versions of these characters. So let's talk about Bakugo. Okay, you um, are going to combine this character with an umbrella. <laughs> go okay so there's this exploding umbrella <laughs> I'm telling you some of the like the objects write themselves <laughs> like like, like <laughs> I mean I'm down for it just being like an like, umbrella like, that you like open every it up time and... yeah every time like the fabric bit like pops out they explode yeah I mean, the whole deal with Bakugo is he is very, very angry boy, and he just, everything he touches goes boom, boom. Yeah. Let's go with um, another fan favorite, Urahara. All right, you're combining them with a pepper shaker. You gave the protective one to the anger man and the <laughs> spicy one to the calm, sweet girl. 
I, I no, let's keep. Actually, she'd look kind of cute as a pepper shaker. Then again, like it's Urahara. She'd look cute with anything ever. Oh yeah. Um, I guess let's just keep going on with that. Let's do um, Todoroki, a cowboy hat. I beg your pardon. <laughs> a cowboy hat. You heard me. So you're generating these? Yes. Yeah. The generator is giving you some very interesting stuff. <laughs> That's the point. So in the show, Todoroki is like the the one with the troubled past. <laughs> Yeehaw, everybody! <laughs> uh, I mustn't inherit my father's quirk, <laughs> partner. <laughs> I shout at my enemies with a tortured giddy-up. <laughs> With a tortured yeehaw. <laughs> All right. Let's do, let's do one more. Let's do uh, Sue. This next character is going to be an acorn. Mind if I just override that and just say frog? Just, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, to have, yeah. just so we have one. Yeah, sure. One that fits. All right. So we have all these people just with random objects that... Yeah. And then, and then you guys in the audience can uh, imagine and share your own ideas for these weird, like, anthropomorphic personified combinations of these Boku no Hero Academia characters that we know and love. Yeah. Like, like, on, ser like on serious mode, I mean, I feel like a lot of these would be pretty obvious. Like yeah. With, with Suyu and, like, Bakugo, those would be pretty obvious. So yeah, for sure. I'm sh like, if you want to draw, like, these Boku no Cuphead, Kufid, my bad. Yeah. Boku no Kufid, then... Like, I would love to see that. That'd be fantastic if anyone likes that drawn in that 1930 style. Heck um, yeah, me too. But the reason that, um, the reason I was saving this one for last is because I'm kind of going into serious anal analysis mode. Um, the last one is Deku. He's the kid who doesn't have any powers until the thing happens that gets him powers. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen two episodes of Boku no Hero Academia. <laughs> um... <laughs> I was thinking he isn't anthropomorphized. He's still like within the whole style, but he isn't anthropomorphized because the whole reason that he doesn't have powers and he's the main character is because his lack of powers is what makes the viewer connect with him. Right. So he's just a human. Yeah. So that way, since he's just a human, people can connect with him in the same way. Yeah. And he's just this this strange flesh monster in a world of of rubber bands and car keys. I mean, or he could just be a guy. A strange I mean, flesh monster in this world of rubber bands and car keys. What's going to be the plot of Kafid No Hero Academia? The plot? Well, it has to do with the devil. It's a matter of do we want to integrate more, like, superhero school life or more gambling soul away from the devil? I feel like just so we have a little bit more influence from uh, My Hero Academia, we need to focus a bit more on the school. So maybe the devil is, like, hired as a corrupted faculty member. Okay. Who just opens up a gambling ring in the cafeteria. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's like, and it's, it's his job to make sure that nobody finds out about it. But Kafid learns about it, and he's like... You better not tell, otherwise I'm going to take a your soul. So they have to take him out. Don't tell the principal about this, or else it'll cost you your soul. He just bets away his soul anyway. 
No collateral there. <laughs> Guess I'm going to go tell the principal now. <laughs> See you later, Satine. So I guess it's going to still follow this flesh monster, man. Yes. And he's just going to have all these fun adventures with his friends. The flesh monster man will be in very close proximity of Kafid and Mickey. Uh, yeah, Kafid, for the Kafid most part. and Mickey are like the supporting cast. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be there a lot. Yeah, like Kafid and Mikolas are like the... Yeah, Kafid and Mikolas are, are, uh, are the main characters connection to the rest of the world because he's so uh disconnected normally and the freaking like they kind of have b plots throughout the whole thing and every so often there's like a meeting in between them and deku's just like whoa i had it well i guess it's the 30s so he's like whoa good golly i had a swell adventure what did you do today kafid and kafid's just like uh-huh i have to go steal some souls <laughs> And then he'll, like, reach over to Bakugo and just go, like, huh, your time has come. <laughs> Have a good day, Deku. Or else you're next. Don't deal with the devil. And then a curtain falls over the screen, and it's over. We did it. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means Kafid's quirk is just 2D platformer. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at jumping and shooting. He's good at Contra stuff. Speaking of which, did you know that um, in the manga, I don't think it's come out to the anime yet, there is a character in Boku no Hero Academia whose power is to phase through land. What? Like, it's like phase through land, but like, b but it's in a very specific way. Okay. And, and literally the second after he says it, someone says, it sounds like a video game glitch. <laughs> and ever since then, everyone has referred to it as the Bethesda power. Oh my God. Yes. So there's literally someone with the superpower of Bethesda. If they ever come to the show, I will start watching just for that. He looks kind of like Lucas from Earthbound, from Mother 3, I guess. Not oh Earthbound. my god. It's the Bethesda Mother 3 remake. Next time on Nothing's Perfect. Bum, bum, I was about bum. to say, that, wait, that's the perfect fusion. <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Nothing's Perfect. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of the show, we'd really appreciate it if you uh, would share the show on your social media choice using the hashtag PerfectedCast. Uh, and that is also the place that you can send your own audience suggestions that we can use to either perfect, fuse, or just talk about. Yeah. Whatever you'd like. If you want us to perfect snacks, then we will just put it on your social media of choice using the hashtag. I was about to say, snacks is easy. Just change it to grub. Bad opinion. Good opinion. <laughs> if you want us to do that, you can just post it again on your social media of choice using the hashtag PerfectedCast. Uh, if you liked this, we would also really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you do so, you could get your review read out loud on the show. Like what we're going to do right now. This one comes from... Wait. John Cena? <gasps> Wait, I didn't see him. Just, kid just kidding. 
This one comes from Pharaoh Phoenix. Uh, Pharaoh Phoenix said, uh, nothing's perfect is a wonderfully unique concept for a podcast that even incorporates audience interaction via topic submissions. Jay and Ryan have terrific chemistry and phenomenal improvisational skills. Their comedic timing and charming personalities lead to many memorable moments. They even managed to make me laugh talking about pieces of media I'm unfamiliar with. It's nonstop laughter and surprises. Thank you so much, Pharaoh. We really appreciate that. We love you guys and we love seeing your reviews. Uh, so if you want to let us know what you like about the show and what you think we can do better, all that kind of stuff, please leave a review and a rating on on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want to support us uh, more directly, uh, you can donate to my Patreon at patreon.com slash knittinggiantbeanies. And if you do so, you can listen to episodes a day early. You can donate as little or as much as you want, literally as little as $1 a month. You will get access to episodes a day early. That is on Mondays every week, Tuesdays publicly. But if you donate, you will listen to them on Monday. And with all that being said, I'm Jordan, and you can find me on Twitter at KnittingGB. I'm Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at ChongoTweet or on Tumblr at ChongoBlog. Heck yeah. And uh, we'll see you later. We need to, Ryan, you and I need to find a more interesting and more explosive way to end episodes. What is right. something that we should say at the end of episodes to just put a pin in it, just close everything out, just, just concisely and 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 catchy see you next time